Hallelujah. Hopefully a short word tonight. Let's open our Bibles to Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 28 and the 14th verse. Ezekiel chapter 28 and the 14th verse. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. Amen. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so that you were upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked, that's that word I want to highlight, thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Amen. Amen. I want to title today's word, Our Walk, His Influence. Our walk, but His influence. God opened up this passage to me to tell us that although it is our walk, we need God's influence in every step of our life. Here is a, an angel called Lucifer who is the anointed cherub of God. He was so anointed that he walked in the stones of fire. In Malayalam, if he says, Thiel Kuritamangan, praise the Lord. He was walking in the fire of God. In the, the very places that he was walking were fire. Hallelujah. He was literally walking in the fire. Yet, when God's influence left his life, the angel became a Lucifer. The angel became the devil. The Lucifer, the archangel, became the devil. Tonight, I want to encourage you to walk with God. And never stop walking with God. And I want you to understand, if an angel, when he stopped walking with God, and stopped influenced by God, if we, he could become a devil, how much more you and me needs him every moment of our lives. Sometimes we underestimate when preachers say we need to have a daily walk with God. We underestimate its power. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If your son or a daughter only walks on a Sunday, have you ever thought what will happen to him? Or what will happen to her? You need to see when the child starts walking, you need to know that the child is walking every day. Otherwise he can't go to school. Otherwise he can't go to play. Otherwise he can't function a normal life. He needs to walk. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So our heavenly father wants to see us walking with God. And although we are walking with God, our walk will become only successful only if you are influenced by Him. Praise God. In other words, we cannot take the credit of walking with God. Amen. I think most of us start walk and take the credit. Oh, I stepped out for God. Have you said, people, I stepped out 20 years back. Before you finish saying it, you will be falling in some ditch. I stepped out so many years. I've been tested and tried. And 
I am a child of faith. See, the moment you take credit, his influence gets lost in your life. I think Lucifer, the day he took the credit of walking with God, the anointed cherub, the most anointed, I believe that is the day that the iniquity was found in him. Praise God. God's influence left him and iniquity was found. As Petra Church, as children of the living God, don't take credit for coming thus far. Samuel put it across in this way. Thus far, the Lord has helped us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You have to tell the Lord, thus far, you have helped me. It was your influence that, hallelujah, brought me thus far. The psalmist put it in this way. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Praise the Lord. The moment you take credit, you fall. But he's faithful to uphold you when you fall. That's why all the credit of a Christian walk belongs to Jesus himself. Praise the Lord. There is strength in that thought. There is strength in that revelation. There is strength in that walk. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You became a music teacher or worship leader. You became a preacher. You became a good businessman. Who goes the credit? You worked hard, but who was the person who caused you to work hard? Who was the person who gave you the strength to work hard? Who was the person who put you in the right people with the right time? Who was the person who was behind the interviewer who said yes to you when so many other people were there? Jesus, the son of the living God. Our walk, but his influence. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It is important. That word walk. Kenneth Hagin, who was old in his age, heard that it was important to stay young and healthy. And it was said that he started walking. He started praying over his natural legs and said, I need to walk. I need to have strength on my legs. We need to pray just like that. Not only a natural legs, that's important, but we need to pray every day. Let there be strength in our spiritual walk. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We need to have spiritual exercise on our legs. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We need to pray like old people. Let us not be bedridden. <laughs> Let us not be bedridden. Let us not become too spiritual that we are bedridden. We can praise the Lord. We can thank the Lord. We don't want to be bedridden. The Lord said, take up your bed and walk. Praise the Lord. That is the word of the Lord. We don't need to be bedridden. Take up your bed and walk. Hallelujah. Your feet, His influence. If you are willing to walk, God is saying, I will give you a miracle this evening in the name of Jesus. If you are willing, I will give you a miracle. If you will walk, I will see a miracle. Glory to God. You will see a miracle this evening in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is faithful. Hallelujah. To call you back again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He wants us to, while you are on earth, God is faithful to give you tireless legs. Hallelujah. Health in your legs. Hallelujah. 
to wait upon the Lord. Hallelujah. To walk for Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let there be tireless legs. Let there be tireless walk. Hallelujah. As a Christian, you have to pray. Give me a tireless walk with Jesus. Hallelujah. In the Garden of Eden, the Bible says, God would come out to walk with Adam. He loves to walk with you. First thing you need to understand about your walk is, Jesus loves to walk with you. God loves to walk with you. When you get up in the morning, hallelujah, don't look at your GST. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Good and simple talk from Jesus. That is your GST. Good and simple talk from Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He loves to walk with you. Amen. Simple talk. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 40, 30 and 31. We know the scripture. Youths may grow tired and weak. Young men will stumble and fall. But those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and shall not faint. Hallelujah. When you, hallelujah, give all the credit for your walking, even while you feel tired, you will not faint. Even though you will find weary, you will not fall. Hallelujah. When you have his influence, hallelujah, tiredness or weariness will not stop you from walking with God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's why even as a youth, even while you, that's why I like when I minister on Friday. Because I know, hallelujah, in the natural, you might be tired. You might be weary. You have come two hours traveling here, some of you. But hallelujah, before you are here, we, run, we can't take credit over it. It was his influence. Hallelujah. That brought us here. And he said, you will walk and shall not faint. Praise the Lord. I will anoint you to walk in so much of strength that you will not faint again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to be an overcomer. We don't want to just come on a Sunday. We don't want to be a Sunday Christian. Just come for a fasting and prayer. We want to, don't want to come only when, you know, there are flying sessions of anointing and glory and power. We only, don't, we only like sometimes to fly like eagle. But we need, those flying times are important. Those Christian experiences are important. But what we need daily, we cannot walk daily with the Christian experience. Every day, we cannot have an experience. We have to walk by faith. We have to walk trusting in the Lord. We need to walk with God. We need to learn from Jesus. He says, come and learn from me. Humble and meek. Hallelujah. To learn from the Lord how we walk. We need to be humble, meek. Hallelujah. With Jesus. And we should ask the Lord, grace of the Lord to flow in our daily walk. Hallelujah. That's what the devil hates. You know what the devil hates? It's not your fasting. It's not your prayer. All that is good. It's not your Sunday coming. It's not even your tithing. Hallelujah. It's all good by in itself. It's got power. 
But what the devil is most scared is about a church and about Christians who have a daily walk with God. ൂ Glory to God. Hallelujah. Your walk. But His influence. Hallelujah. Sometimes we always look for people who are running. We, we are so passionate about the runners who are fast, who is dominant and all that. But God looks at people who walk. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Who walk. Nobody notices Him. But he said, got a tireless walk. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you seen, you seen the older people? Goes to doctor and say, what is the secret of a good heart? And what does they say? Daily exercise. Daily walk. Praise the Lord. If you walk with daily, you will have a good heart. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't need to always fast and pray for a good heart. You walk daily with God. Hallelujah. Before the heavenly doctor... Hallelujah. You will have a good dog. heart. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You will have a good testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you want to have a daily walk? Look at two people and say, your walk but his influence. Hallelujah. There's a man, Peter Jenkins, who wrote a book. He was a man who walked for 5,000 kilometers from one side of America to the other side. He was asked once about his experience. He said three times the dog came to bite him. One time the snake bit him. And in 120 degree heat, I walked in the desert. Walked through the snow. So many times there were thieves. Somebody slapped, slapped him. Somebody stabbed, snapped. Slapped him from behind. Somebody came to kill him with a knife. The interviewer asked him, was there any time that you felt to stop the walk? He said, once. The interviewer asked, when was it? He said, when the mud entered my shoes. Praise the Lord. When the mud entered the shoes. He didn't have a problem with the snakes. He didn't have a problem with the dogs. He didn't have a problem with the thief. But the mud, the little things entered his shoes. It started paining. It was a bad feeling. He wanted to stop. And he wanted to stop the walk. Sometimes, why we don't fail to have a daily walk? It's not because of the great pressures and great problems. Because when great problem comes, we come to Jesus for help. We always have a walk with God when there are great problems. We pray more. People have cancer, they pray more. Their family has a deep issue. Somewhere along the line, they will come to their knees. They'll pray more. We recognize the devil, we pray more. We've fallen in greater sin. Suddenly we repent, we pray more. 
but it is the small mud like a hurt, a misunderstanding, a small pain, a small bitterness, a small thought that nobody likes me. It's those small things that stop us from having a daily walk. How many of you would agree with me? Hallelujah. Is it not a small problem at home that stopped you from walking together as a Christian couple, as a Christian family? Hallelujah. How many of you say, Hallelujah, I will not allow even the smallest of smallest problems to stop me having a daily walk. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Not only will his influence come to me when there are greater problems, even when there are smaller problems to deal with, I will not forget him. I will still go to help. I will not allow him to stop my walk with God. I will still keep, hallelujah, trusting the Lord. I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who make heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I had shared this few weeks back about a story I heard in Hong Kong. It is called the capital of tattoo. And somebody asked, what is the greatest famous tattoo of Hong Kong? And the tattoo, the one who gives the tattoo, one who puts it on, he said, the, the, the best here or the famous here is the tattoo called Born to Lose. They spend a lot of money. They spend a lot of money to have this tattoo on their body. Born to lose. And the tattoo guy said something very interesting. He said, before the tattoo is on their body, the tattoo is on their mind. How many of you are here? Before you had a weak walk, before you had a walk, that is ineffective. Before you stopped walking with Jesus, you had a tattooed mind. You had the devil put his tattoo on your mind, in your heart. And you stopped receiving the fuel of God's love. And you stopped giving out the fuel of loving each other and loving God back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's another subject altogether, but receiving the fuel is one thing. It will help you to walk. Receiving the love. But it is also giving your love to somebody will also help not only you, but somebody else to walk. Amen. But I'm speaking about tonight, about walking with him. Is it those small tattoos the devil has put inside of you? Your children. Hallelujah. Your finances, about your finances, about your health and you have restlessness and as something has started affecting your walk but tonight whatever lie he has put in the mind whatever tattoo he has put in your mind ninda manasil edakka pacha kutti vachittundengilum innu ratri kalathu adinte mel jayam unda praise the lord ninda manasil kutti irikkada pacha maari pote let every tattoo that the devil has inflicted in your mind let it be bound and to be broken and be uprooted from your family and life in jesus name blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah Everybody know Roger Barrister, the great runner, the Olympic champion. He ran 100 meters. 
Three times he has won the medal. And one time of his life, he had a problem with his leg. He went to the doctor. He and his friend had the same small issue. And both of them went to meet the doctor. And the doctor said, you cannot run anymore. You cannot win, be a champion anymore. As a matter of fact, this disease will make you be on a wheelchair at your old age. Roger Barrister, after hearing what the doctor said, he trusted the Lord. And he did not stop walking and running. He still ran. He still became a champion. He still broken many world records. And he still came in the papers. The doctor looking at Roger Barrister said, I want to diagnose him again. Have I made a mistake? I want to diagnose him again. So the doctor called both of them again and diagnosed them. And it was found that Roger Barrister had this issue. Praise the Lord. He had the problem. He was supposed to be in the wheelchair. But because he trusted the Lord, the devil could not tattoo his mind. He was healed in his mind. He was not weak in his mind. He continued walking. He continued trusting the Lord. And he became a champion. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, hallelujah, you want to walk with God. Don't allow the devil to tattoo your mind. You will become a champion. You will keep walking with God and you will see the breakthroughs. But the other guy, his friend, who was suddenly on the wheelchair, both of them got the same report. Roger Barrister did not take the bad news. His friend took, and he's sitting on the wheelchair. The most unfortunate thing is, when they diagnosed both again, the friend did not have the disease. But he was tattooed in his mind. Hallelujah. Tonight, my brother, my sister, are you tattooed in your mind about your life situations? Are you tattooed in your mind by devil saying, this is what will happen to you? Tonight, there is the blood of Jesus Christ that can wash every tattoo, that can erase every tattoo, that can cleanse every heart and can fill every life. Tonight, in the name of Jesus and you can be a friend with God. You can be like an Abraham, a friend with God, walking with God again. Look at two people and says, I'm a friend of God. Hallelujah. Jesus became a curse. If you remember from Exodus chapter 12, 8 and 9, to share some few weeks back, about when the lamb was slain, the lamb was broken. The Bible says, leg for a leg. It said, eat the leg, eat the entrails, eat the head. Of the lamb. When you partake of Jesus Christ. The lamb of God. When you partake of the bread and the wine on the table. This is what you are saying. I am giving my worries. And my cares. And my madness. And my, my, my problems over my mind. And my inconsistencies. And, and, and my, my anger. I am, I am giving my diseases. I am giving to Jesus. And I am taking his sound mind. And then he said. Leg for a leg. He says, I'm giving my weak leg to him and I'm getting the strength all to walk with God again. 
Tonight, you don't have to walk weak. He became weak for you. He became sin for you. He became cursed for you. He took your fallings for you so that you can have a strong walk with God. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You don't even have to carry that problem. He died from within. The entrails, the problems inside of you, you don't have to carry it. You don't need to be tattooed. Because he took your sin. He took your bad days. He took your misunderstandings. He took your hurt. That you can walk in peace and wholeness. Let the bondage that is within you be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus. How many of you believe that tonight? It is in your mind. It is in your heart that the problem is tonight. Stopping you from walking with Jesus. Hallelujah. Let it be broken tonight in the name of Jesus. And let minds again be influenced. Hallelujah. By his thoughts and by his word. And you walk with him forever. In Jesus name. Amen. If Jesus said I will not leave you nor forsake you. I will never. You should say, I will never stop walking with God. As long as I know that He will never leave me and never forsake me, I can boldly say, He is my helper. What can man do to me? I will walk with Him forever and ever. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some people have bowel syndromes. <laughs> Omen. They need to go to the bathroom three, four times, four times, five times. Why? The problem's inside. It's all being healed. Jesus died, shed his blood from within and from his entrails that you can be healed within. Hallelujah. So a few points. How can you walk? How can you walk? Being influenced by Jesus. How can your walk be influenced by Jesus? Number one, Genesis chapter 17 and the first verse. Genesis chapter 17 and the first verse. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am Almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. I am the Almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. That word means walk to the maximum extent. Amen. That word means walk to the, not to the minimum extent, just enough walk to be there for him or there with him. No, it is walking to the maximum extent. Hallelujah. In the Amplified Version says, uh, habitually walking with God. Habitually. It's a habit. Brushing is a habit. For some people, flossing is a habit. Amen. Some people, bathing is a habit. Some people need to have it. But we need a spiritual bathing. Of the water of God's word. Jesus said, you need to be a habit. Your body is washed, but your feet needs to be washed every day. 
you are washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You are saved. You are born again. Jesus said, I know it. But Peter, I need to wash your feet because it gets dirty every day. And you need a daily walk. I took this word from Song of Songs 7.1. How wonderful are your feet with sandals? Speaking about a daily walk. Jesus Christ, the bride, telling the bridegroom, how wonderful are your feet with sandals? Wow. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Number two, Genesis chapter 5 and 22. How can you walk, be influenced by Jesus? Genesis chapter, Genesis chapter 5 and the 22nd verse. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and begot sons and daughters. And Enoch walked with God after he bit Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. How many of you know Enoch started walking with God and he bringing forth things. He bringing forth sons. He bringing forth daughters. When you walk with God, you will start bringing forth people to the Lord. You will bringing forth the sons. You will, it's not a pastor's job. You will bringing forth the spiritual sons in this house. You will bringing forth the spiritual daughters in this house. When you walk, there is productivity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Your spiritual womb, every womb that God has put a promise, <laughs> will open forth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The promise will not be closed inside. It will burst forth. Walking with God. In other words, you walk with God so close to the point, God can't help it but to bring forth the baby. <laughs> there was a man of God who would pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Fast and pray and fast and pray to the point after some time, the Lord said, it's enough. It's enough you have prayed. I'm going to bring forth your miracle. God will bring you into that kind of anointing. It's a, there are certain issues. It's enough that you've prayed over it. I'm going to give you the breakthrough for it in Jesus' name. But you have to pray first. You have to walk with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, church, this evening? Hallelujah. He walked with God. He walked with God, the Bible says. Look at Luke 137. I want to concentrate for a few minutes on the word with Luke 1 37 for with God nothing will be impossible for with God nothing is impossible everything looks impossible and dark when you are alone but when you are with God nothing is impossible hallelujah hallelujah when you are walking with God, nothing is impossible. Everybody say, when I am walking with God, nothing is impossible. Look at two people and say, when you are walking with God, nothing is impossible. Say like this, nothing is impossible. Say, nothing is impossible. I didn't say no two things are impossible. I said nothing is impossible. So many people are like that. No two, two, two things are impossible. They get the two things, they stop walking with God. It's not no two things. It's nothing. Yeah. 
Hey, somebody's marriage is fixed. Now they stop walking with God. They start walking with the wife and they find the serpent. <laughs> After you get the wife, you need to more walking with God. Because there are two voices coming. Which one to take? Because both voices are very sweet. Jesus' voice is always sweeter. Always look for the sweeter one. Vice versa. Ma'am, women are saying we don't need to discern or anything. There is only rough and there is only sweet. We know which is the sweet one. <laughs> it's God. With God. Paul was with Jesus. That's why in Acts 16, you can go home and read. When he find himself in the jail, he was not fearful. Why? Because the Bible says he wanted to go to Mysia, but the Holy Spirit to go to Philippi. So the, he was with the Spirit of God. So when he landed up in the jail, beaten up, chains all around him in the inner court of the jail, condemned to death, he was not upset. He started worshipping and praising God. He started thanking and singing songs. Hallelujah. His walk was determined. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. By the one who influenced him. And not what he felt. Praise the Lord. When Jesus is with you, you are not influenced by what you are feeling now. You are influenced by, hallelujah, what Jesus has told you. Come on church. Tonight, shake off your feelings and trust on what he has told you. Stand on what ground on what he has told you. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Stand firm. Stand on what he has told you. A soldier does not stand in his feelings. Oh, Pakistan is going to shoot me. He stand knowing that I am a soldier. I, I have the shield. I have the bow. I have the arrow. I can win this battle. Praise the Lord. It's not on his feelings. Because Paul was influenced by Jesus. He sang. He knew what to do. He knew what Jesus did. On the day he was betrayed, he gave thanks to God. Come on. See where Paul's influence is coming. Jesus, on the day he was betrayed, the Bible said he took the bread and gave thanks to God. So Paul, on the day he was put in jail, there was no bread. But he thanked the Lord. He was influenced because the bread was slain 2,000 years ago. Amen. This morning you can thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can thank Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Be influenced by what he did. Jesus was not influenced by the feelings of being people denying him and betraying him. He stood on the word and said, I thank you, Lord. Firm on what he was going to do. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church, tonight? Samson was with Delilah. And she influenced him. Who are you with tonight? <laughs> Come on, church. I want to ask you a question. Who are you with tonight? Amen. He was tied up. But when he was tied up, he said, Ah. I'm going to make a switch tonight. 
I'm going to be with him again. Tonight, let me tell you, you were with a Delilah and you got tied up. Don't forget, even while you are tied up, if you call on to Jesus, he'll come with you. And you can break that wall down again. Then bondage is down again. Tonight, hallelujah, when you are with him, nothing is impossible. Even while you are tied, he can deliver you. Even while you are weak, even while you are given into the lies of the enemy, even while you open the door to the enemy, if you are with Jesus, he will shut it again. He will free you again. He will give you liberty and praise again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Israelites walking with Jesus, the Red Sea was open. What happened? They were eating the bread and the wine. Look at Numbers 24 9. This is a scripture I think you need to meditate all this month. Numbers 24 9. He bows down, he lies down as a lion. And as a lion, who will rouse him? Blessed is he who blesses you, and cursed is he who curses you. Amen. We have read this scripture a few weeks back. Balaam thought, hey, he was a slave in Egypt. Balaam thought he was bound. Balaam thought he's a slave. And he thought he can curse them. But he, when he came and looked at Israelites, oh, the sight he had was that they are not a slave, but a lion. He was not that, but he is this. Come on, church, tonight. Why? Because the influence of God made a slave look like a lion. Come on, church, tonight. When you are walking with God, hallelujah, and the devil thinks that you are a slave, and suddenly he looks at you, oh, he is not a slave, he is a lion. I can't curse him. He is too blessed. Hallelujah. You need to have a revelation that you are too blessed. Not a devil, not a church, not anyone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Not any false doctrine can curse you because you are too blessed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. With him. Number two. Number three. How can you be influenced? How can you walk, be influenced by Jesus? 2 Kings chapter 4 and the ninth verse. 2 Kings chapter 4 and the ninth verse. And she said to her husband, Look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes us by regularly. Looking at Elisha, the woman is saying, I know this is a holy man of God. How many of you want that? People saying, hey, this is a holy man of God. The holy woman of God. Why, what made him to walk like that? Where did he learn that from? From his godly association with Elijah. When you have godly association with godly and holy people, you will have a holy walk. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you have been to America? How many of you came back with an accent? Become an Americano. American born Indian. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who are you walking with? That's the influence. Elijah walked with Elisha. He had a godly influence. And 
Hallelujah. Somebody said, hey, here is a holy man. Walk with godly holy people. Somebody said, Pastor, but what about reaching out to other people? You have Yes, you have to reach out. But if you walk with godly people three-fourths of your life, you will reach a lot of people in the one-fourth of your time. Praise God. Hallelujah. But if you walk with three-fourths of your time with, hallelujah, crazy people, even the anointing that you have, that one-fourth will go. Praise the Lord. Look at two people and say, hey, man, don't be crazy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you with me, church? No, look at Gehazi. Gehazi. Or Gehazi, whatever you call him. He was walking with Elisha as a servant and never got his anointing. He was never holy. Why? In the outside, he had a holy laugh. Inside, nothing. When your inside is not correct, his past greed was inside of him. He never let God let go of that past greed and lust. He never let it go out of him. So the anointing in Elisha never came into the heart of Gehazi. Come on, church. So you can walk with men of God, but if you don't let go of your past greed and past lust and past fleshy things, you can walk with any man of God, but yet not be influenced by their life and anointing because, hallelujah, you never took out that old things out from your system. Tonight, if you want a fresh anointing, you need to allow the Holy Spirit, to search your heart and pray like David prayed. Lord, search me and see if there is any wicked thing in me and lead me to the everlasting. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Are you with me, church? Are you with me? And number four, Hebrews chapter 12 and the 13th verse. Hebrews chapter 12 and the 13th verse. Hebrews chapter 12 and 13 verse. And make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Amen. How can you walk being influenced by Jesus? Make straight paths. In other words, the Lord is saying, deal with your weaknesses, or your weak areas will not, or your weak areas will affect your walk. So many people, how they became a week in their walk is they forget to deal with their weaknesses. They come and anointed service, sermons. I've seen in many churches, many men of God, women of God, anointed servants, bringing many to the Lord, bringing, leading the worship and all that. Because later, few years down the line, I see people having a fleshy, carnal, Minimum walk with God. And this is the reason. When God showed them their weakness, they never dealt with it. You should take time bringing your weaknesses. Romans 8, 28 says so. In my weaknesses, I pray more in the Holy Spirit. When you find certain weaknesses, keep coming again. Not a flirting or not a fleeting thought, but there are certain things that are playing in your mind, making a uh, nest at your head. 
you pray in the spirit of God, pray in the gift of tongues, more and more and more. And there is a point of time, hallelujah, the grace of God will start functioning, hallelujah, and the weakness just get plucked out of your life. Because the walk that you have, it's not a short walk, there's a distance there. You need to walk for a longer time. You cannot be tripped by your own weakness. You cannot keep falling into the holes and to the ditches and sprain your ankle. Amen. Are you with me, church? Be close to the Holy Spirit when you feel weak. Be with Him. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you with me, church? Are you with me, church, tonight? Number five, don't say I am alone. Look at two people said, you are not alone. Not one person, I said two people. Anything should be agreed between two. Praise God. Don't look at the same face and say, don't be alone. Don't be alone. If you want to be walking with God, I was ministering on Wednesday in Kotem. I was ministering on Thursday in Kanjrapalli. I was ministering to God's people. I was ministering to the leaderships there. I was telling the greatest. I came back just now before the service. If you think why pastor came late. I was here from 4 o'clock. I was praying for you. Hallelujah. But what I'm saying is, the most important thing, are you with me? Look at me for a minute. Ephesians 1, the church is pictured as an assembly. Assembly is when people coming together. Ephesians chapter 2, the church is pictured as a body. Just imagine the ear there, the eye there, the legs there, the hand there. It doesn't become a body. It becomes a body when everything is connected. Ephesians 3 says, church as a family. Just say father here, mother there, hallelujah, brother there, sister there. No, the family function when they are together. Ephesians 4 speaks about church is a building. Just say the brick is there, the chair is there, the fan is there, the light is there. We are able to enjoy this facility because everything is together. Church is a building. Church is a bride. Just imagine the bridegroom is in Timbuktu. Hallelujah. And, 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 and uh, 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 the, 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 the bride is in Pakistan. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is in the union God works. The church as an army. Just imagine the army is scattered. You lose the battle. It is when you are together. <sighs> David saw in the spirit in Psalm 133. It was Ephesians. He was looking by faith and he said, How wonderful are brothers and sisters together. Hallelujah. Dwelling together in unity. Hallelujah. It was that the picture that David saw in the Holy Spirit. Never say that you are alone. The moment you say that you are alone, you are shaking hands with devil. The younger son walked back to the father's house. The first thing that he understood, he is not alone. 
have a father, have a father's house, a father's servants. When he came, the father made a house full of rejoicing. Make him feel you are one of us. Come on. Look at two people and say, you are one of us. Israel walked together and the Red Sea parted. The day they started murmuring and complaining, the miracles became less and the death became more. Hallelujah. The Lord has given us a church. Your walk is directly influenced by your faithfulness to the church. The sheep are always together. It is the goat who stands on the mount, put up his collars and says, Hey, I can do it. Are you a goat or a sheep? If Jesus Christ is your shepherd, be the sheep, be in the church. You are one of us. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Let's close our eyes tonight in prayer. Our walk is influenced.